This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm so excited. I've never done an Instagram live with someone else before. This is Kayla. We've been connected on Instagram in just a few weeks, but we've talked a lot about a lot of things and, um, you know, we found a lot of common interests and she has a podcast as well, which I listened to a few of them. And I was like, whoa, there's so many things that we're aligned with. And I was so excited. I'm like, we have to do life together. Yeah. So introduce yourself. I'll let you take the floor. Yeah. So my name is Kayla. I'm a spiritual mindset coach. And what I love most is really bringing the worlds together of understanding human behavior and language and how that creates a reality, but then also energetically understanding how to be more connected with ourselves on a spiritual level. So I really love to bring this together because I think both are important and it's really the yin and yang of being a human being. So that's, that's what I'm passionate about. And that's what had me start my podcast and what had me start my business. So I'm really excited that, you know, we got connected through Instagram and that some of the things I was sharing resonated with you. And then we obviously hit it off. So now here we are. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's, see, that's, one of the reasons why I started the live videos as well was because I realized that a lot of business talk, especially the past year when I got into more like finance side of things, um, there's so many talks on like on the monetary aspect of it, which is obviously important. And, you know, when you have a business, but then after doing a lot of self-reflection, especially during quarantine, like a lot of reading and listening to podcasts. And when I started redefining what success means to me, what what my relationship is with money, I realized that there's it really needs to start from the mindset. And I feel like my growth has been a lot faster in that sense. And it's been a lot easier for me to navigate through things when I know more of my psychological and spiritual state of mind. So, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's so important too that one of the blessings I think from being in quarantine is, and it's a blessing and it's a curse in the sense that yeah. we have more time to spend with ourselves. And I know that a lot of people are struggling with that. And then there's some people who are really benefiting from it. And one of the positive things is being able to have that time with ourselves and be able to process, you know, things that we've just been distracted from because we were out and about and busy and being with people. And so now then that becomes an opportunity to go in deeper and do more inner work. Total blessing in disguise. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. No, that's for me too. And I really acknowledge, like you said, you know, some people, there's a lot of people that are struggling and I had my own struggles. I'm sure it impacted all of us like differently, right? Um, And so one of the things that I've learned too is one of the little habits that I've learned is to how I talk to myself and that has been reflected on how I talk to others as well. And so your podcast on the power of language really hit home for me. So just briefly about Kayla's podcast, she talked about it literally like shifting one to two words and how that could change your behavior. And, you know, saying things like I should, I wish, I try. And so that's what we're going to focus on today, because I realized that it does really affect your subconscious and it 
I don't know, like, I guess you kind of know more about it. For me, it does rewires my brain when I start shifting things. So my first question for you is, as a coach, um, why do you think, like, how do you see, like, the changes in your clients from when they start shifting there? Oh, my gosh. I, I really love this question because yeah. I started a group coaching program with one of my best friends and it's a business coaching program and we have a small group of women in the program right now and I'm just so proud because we really have started with the work of shifting our language and one of the things that we focus on is the word try so instead of saying oh I'm trying to grow my business and I'm trying to do this and that. And that word is, I find so disempowering because if I said to you, try and pick up a pen, yeah, like just try and pick up a pen. The, the reality is you either do it or you don't. And the trying is like the in-between of not actually taking an action or just being disempowering about it. And so instead, you know, I say, like, say I am doing this rather than saying right. I'm trying because then it's it's a more positive language in the sense like you're actually implying that you are taking action and so you're going to do that instead of trying and so what I've noticed with my clients like particularly in this program who we've really been working on rewiring the word try like they've shared with us we had a group coaching call on Thursday and they were just saying like yeah like it's totally changing how I speak about my business mm -hmm. how I speak about myself I'm hearing it in other people, like I'm literally catching myself and correcting myself, and they feel more empowered. They yeah. feel so intentional with how they're creating their life because it's not about trying anymore, it's about, it's about doing it. And it's like, it's so powerful because it's your language, like you're responsible yeah. for what comes out of your mouth. And when you yeah. really become aware and intentional with how you're speaking, like you're literally creating your reality. Like it's, it's such a gift. So that's, that, that's a couple of things that I've noticed with, you know, my clients really being intentional with shifting their language. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome. That's definitely, yeah. I think also a reflection is that, you know, kind of going back to people only talk about the monetary side of business without really wanting to change the small habits. I, I realized that, and when I say people, it includes myself. <laughs> I was, you know, I was people um, and still in my process of relearning a lot of things, I find that a lot of people always want to jump into the bigger picture, into the success without really changing like those small ha habits, um, regardless your, your goals, right? And so another question is, how did you get into that spot, into that state where you find yourself needing to shift your language? Yes, I love this question. And it's so funny because I was just I was just on Canva and I was writing some some posts next week for um, my Facebook group. And one of the things that I was writing about is intuition and how intuition, I think there's a misconception that people think that it's in the mind yeah. when your intuition is in the body. And so when I'm speaking about something and I know that I don't feel good about how I'm speaking of it, like let's say there's a, you know, an opportunity for me to grow my business on a new level or you know, consider outsourcing some of my work and then I have this, this anxiety around spending money or hiring someone. 
And I can tell by the way that I'm speaking, like, oh, this is going to be expensive. Like, I'm not really sure if I'm going to find the right person. You know, what if I make the wrong decision? And so I will start to notice instead of listening to my mind at first, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this like tension in my heart and in my chest and it doesn't feel good. And, and so that is my, that's what I would call my intuition telling me that you need to shift what's coming out of your mouth and what you're thinking in your mind, because your body is giving you feedback that you're out of alignment. Because when we do things, when we're in alignment, then we feel good. And that's yeah. positive feedback that, you know, you we're doing the right things, we're saying the right thing. So I really... I can feel viscerally when I need to shift my language because I've trained myself to pay attention to how my body reacts when I'm speaking about something or when I'm facing a challenging situation or having a conversation with someone and we're not on the same page. So it's, this is really an example of, you know, me bringing in like human behavior versus, you know, your energy, like that's it. Like I'm like, connecting with my energy and how I'm feeling about something and then and then I go and I look at like okay how am I speaking like how am I thinking and then I you know that that allows me to create the shift for sure oh that's awesome no that's that's really good and I think maybe elaborate a little bit and why do you think people don't connect like business talks to you know our energy our intuition and all that maybe your observation as a coach too yeah one thing that I've really learned being an, becoming an entrepreneur is that there's a lot of unlearning that needs to happen. And I think being an entrepreneur, because we're really given the privilege of creating that we're so used to, and I, this is a bold generalization, but we're so used to the corporate world and society norms and expectations. And so it takes a lot of deprogramming to be able to reprogram what it is that we want and so um can you I kind of went off track a little bit can you repeat the question because I'm like I have a good point here but I'm sort of losing it (laughs) Uh, yeah so why do you think like when we talk about business why do you think people don't really connect like you know energy more spiritual and like intuition and all that yes yes good okay I have my train of thought again thank (laughs) you So it's, yeah, it's because we're so programmed to believe things like, oh, if I work harder, I'll make more. Or, you know, oh, if I, if I do it that way, because they did it that way, then that means I'll get that success. And so there's this, there's this, we're just from, from being born into the world, we're just naturally conditioned to learn and behave in certain ways. And then that becomes the things that we believe, right? Like putting more effort in or putting more hours in, like more hours means more money. And then that's how we operate. And so I think that people, there's a fear when that becomes familiar, like working harder and making more money, for example, when that is like, we're doing it and it's working, like we are making more money because we're working more, then there becomes a fear to let go of that because then it's like, well, what am I going to do instead? Like, how do I know that's not how, how do I know that trusting my gut and, you know, being in alignment and doing the inner work, how do I know that's going to get me the results when I'm seeing results here? So right. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of fear that people experience when it comes to shifting their behaviors and trusting energy. Because the thing is, too, is that, you know, working harder, making more money, those are things in the physical realm. Like you can see that, right? You can see yeah. yourself working at the computer or going into the office or whatever it is you're doing and you see the money coming into your bank account. 
But when you sit down with yourself and you start paying attention to your energy and how you're feeling, those are not things that you see. Those are things that you feel, right? It's not something that you can hold in your hand. And so it takes a lot more faith yeah. and a lot more trust to lean into that. So that's that's kind of my, my long-winded answer to yeah, why yeah. I think people just, they, they have a harder time to connect with their energy and, and be more spiritual. That's, that's, no, that's actually a really good question. I was just thinking about it literally earlier was that it's so easy to learn new things. It's so easy to be open for new things but then like I mentioned the past year I've been unlearning and relearning a lot of things like a lot of my older beliefs a lot of my you know my values just reevaluating it um I you know with the money talk it's like I've always wanted more but then I was in this limbo of like okay what if I become greedy like what if I you know like with all of those like society thoughts like oh money is root of all evil and I talked about this in uh, some of my lives as well but then when I started befriending money and you know seeing it as a tool to get the things I want like that's where I would just pursue anything that I want like that I wanted to do and it's been like a lot easier for me to do things because then I'm not being held back with those thoughts and that really starts from you know saying little words like saying things I'm very particular with the word lucky and it's like yes okay maybe there are some people that were born into a few things like we're gonna acknowledge those things too but it's like but what are you going to do with the things that were given to you right it's like that there are people who are born into money but they didn't elaborate on that there are people who did not have money when they were born but they worked for it and so yeah that's kind of where i started with my journey of shifting my language Totally. And I think what you said was really important too, like just talking about privilege. And I know we talked about this as well. One of the things that I've really been unlearning, you know, the last year, especially, especially since June, when the Black Lives Matter movement really started was just me becoming more aware of my privilege as a white woman, right? And just really paying attention to how I show up as a coach and being really intentional with being inclusive and considering that, you know, there's a difference between, and we talked about this, there's a difference between yeah. being, you know, the choices you had voices the cho- versus the choices that you made, right? Yeah. And so I think it's like, that's another really big part of, you know, the unlearning as a collective, like as a society is like really paying attention and understanding like there are some people who will have more advantage and more privilege yeah. versus some who don't. And so I think it's really important when we talk about mindset to consider you know, some people really do have like deeper things to go through. And this is actually kind of leading into yeah. uh, toxic positivity, which yeah. is what we talked about as well. Yeah. That just like slapping a happy face onto yeah. it. That's like, it's just not, it's just not the reality. That's not like the deep healing work that needs to happen. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. But before I do want to get into toxic positivity, but before that, I know you, uh, you've spoken a little bit about how you relearn and reprogram, but maybe give a little, like, some examples into what were the words uh, or some of the words that you've shifted into getting where you are right now. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier the word try. So really just shifting that to, like, I am or I'm doing. And the other one, too, is I want. 
So saying, even though it's like, so it's like such a fine line, like saying, Oh, I want this, you know, because then in terms of like manifestation and law of attraction, which is like, I'm really huge into that as well. If we just say I want, I want, I want, then we're just going to continue to manifest. I want more of that. Right. Whereas when we say things like I am like really the words I am and whatever you say after that is creates. Right. So saying, even speaking to yourself, like I am confident, like there's that creates a possibility of being confident. Right. So when we say disempowering things like I am not worthy, then, you know, I can even feel the energy in that. Like when I give the examples, like it's so crazy. And so some of the other ones I have written down here is saying things like I don't want, like I don't want to deal with debt or I don't want to, you know, go to the gym or I don't want this. Instead of saying that, coming from a place of scarcity, we can say, I prefer, right? I prefer doing this or having that. And it's more focused on what it is that you want rather than what you don't want. So that's a really good example as well. And there's one that I thought was really interesting is, uh, let's see, which one do I want to talk about? Saying things like, I should, and Uh you mentioned this one too, like, oh, I should do this, or I need to do this. I think it's in my this is totally my opinion. I think it can go either way. Like if we're saying I should from a place of empowerment, then that's different than oh, I should be like this, or I should have done that, then we're, you know, disempowering ourselves. So instead, we can say, you know, I instead of saying I should, we can say, do I want to? Or what what are my options? Because again, that's coming from a place of, you know, us allowing ourselves to choose and then also looking at like what are the options rather than when we say I should it kind of like you know puts a barrier and it's like a a box of possibility rather than being open to like what are my choices what are the options right now yeah so those are just a couple that I wanted to share that I think are really common um I don't know if you have any thoughts around that or I can share a few more as well yeah you can share a few words but I do want to comment on the word should because that was actually the main like, I want to say that's the first word that I've shifted. And this was a few years ago when I was working in a very big corporate in a call center. Um, they have a very, very strong image. And like even their brand voice was very specific. We weren't allowed to say certain things. And it sounds so annoying. And it was very annoying while I was in it. But let's say a customer calls in and say, oh, when is my item going to arrive? Like we weren't allowed to say, oh, it should be there in two to three days. And because, and then I started, you know what, it was really annoying, but I started implementing that to my everyday life, to my personal life. Like I removed the word should and tried to um, change it to something else. And I realized that when someone tells me something with the word should, if I ask them something like, hey, so are we going out tomorrow? And they'll be like, yeah, we should be. And I'm like, okay we are or are we not and I realized that it does create the subliminal like uncertainty to it and then I moved on to the word try and like you said in your podcast and like you said earlier right like try pick up this pen like it does not make sense it's either I do it or I don't but then I think people connect the end result to the effort to it that's what I realized because it's like, okay, maybe I'm picking up a pen, but it's too heavy. So I can't lift it as high as I want it to, or I can't lift it as long as I want it to. 
Like that's a different story. It doesn't mean I failed. It doesn't mean that I didn't do it. I did it. It was just a different result to what I wanted. Totally. Totally. And one of the other ones that I wanted to talk about, just to give another example, is is similar to I uh, I should, but it's I have to. So uh-huh. like I have to go to the grocery store or I have to clean my apartment or I have to do this. Instead of saying that, saying I get to. Right. You know, I Right. And the other thing, too, that I do as well, just as a quick tip, is when I write like a to-do list, uh-huh. I instead of writing to-do, I'll write like get to-do. Or I'll say like manifest like manifest list or manifesting, and I think that it's um it kind of ties into I'm sure you you've heard of this quote before, but it's like life doesn't happen to you; it happens for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that yeah, it's a real I think this is a really powerful quote because even when we look at the negative things that happen to us and that happen to people, is that there always is going to be a positive side to it in the sense of like that is, you know, one of the universal laws is a law of polarity. And really anything in life there is going to be two sides to the coin and without that contrast, then we don't get to experience like we will never we would never know happiness without sadness. Yes. Right. And we would never know dark what darkness is without light. Like we, yeah. you know, we need to have, you know, and I say need in an empowering way, like yeah. having all of that encompassing together is like, it just, that's, that is what creates life. And so when we say, when we think about life and it's like life happens for us, you know, we get to experience these negative events, but there's always going to be a learning from it. And that's going to expand us into, you know, a more powerful version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, paying attention to saying like, I have to and saying I get to is like, it's more of a receiving Mm -hmm. rather than a giving, right? Which I think is, is really empowering because when we receive, like when we fill our own cup up first and we overflow and we can give to others. So I think that's another, that's another part when I was just looking at that I wanted to share. That is. No, that's awesome. Okay, before we elaborate on that, there was a question. So what's the replacement for the word should, if you have any other? Oh, yeah. So instead of saying should, you can say, like, ask yourself, like, do I want to? Or what are my options? Or you can also say I get to. Uh So it's similar to I have to and I should is very similar. So you can Uh you can use both of that. Like I get to, what are my options? And do I want to? Awesome. Okay, so elaborating on what you were saying earlier, just to kind of, you know, shifting it to towards the toxic positive video that we wanted to talk about earlier, when you mentioned that you need darkness to get to happiness. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't always mean that, okay, when I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling down, it's like, oh, but I have this, I should be happy instead. And see, even even putting that word should be happy. But it's, it's a matter of, actually, I'm gonna let you elaborate first as a coach I want to hear that from you first yeah so yeah like positive toxicity is I think something that kind of gets thrown around a lot in the personal growth world and personal development world where especially with mindset you know it's like oh just shift your mindset and yeah that that is that is an an opportunity for every human being who Mm -hmm. can like consciously think for themselves like to do that but also really like I mentioned earlier like connecting the mind and the body like the energy lives in the body like the body does not lie like you and your mind like we can tell ourselves oh I'm happy I'm fine it's all good you can say that 
but your body will, if you're feeling deep sadness or disappointment or you're struggling, like it's going to live in the body. And so I think that, you know, what's really important is paying attention to your emotions and just considering that those are, it's, it's literally just feedback. It's just feedback. So what we do as human beings is we'll think, okay, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling upset. I'm jealous of that person. I'm not feeling worthy. And then what we do is we get into this negative feedback loop and then we make ourselves wrong for having those emotions. We're like, oh my God, here I go again. I'm jealous of this person. I don't think I'm good enough. Like, you know, I'm feeling pissed off. Like I'm such a bad person because I'm feeling pissed off. And then we just, we like literally dig ourselves into a hole. Whereas instead of analyzing ourselves, if we just observe, okay, I'm feeling this emotion of jealousy, like in my heart right now, like it's there. And just sitting with yourself because it's feedback, like your body is attempting to tell you, hey, like, listen up, there's, there's some work for you to do here. And so, you know, if I were to sink into my heart and just pay attention to that and be like, okay, I'm feeling jealousy, like, what am I thinking right now? Now that I feel it, I can ask myself the questions, well, what am I thinking? Because what I'm thinking will naturally cause like a visceral reaction. Right. And so then what that is doing is being with ourselves, feeling those emotions, checking in in the body, and then thinking about what am I thinking? Like thinking about your thinking. Yeah. That is what allows you to process. And it's going to allow you to see it differently rather than, because you're observing yourself rather than I'm jealous or I'm angry and, and feeding into that, it's like self-observation. And then that really allows us to see it differently because we're not seeing ourselves reacting. We're seeing ourselves having a reaction. So I think, yeah, that's really going to be, you know, that's the importance is that like, uh, like really being with yourself and processing those negative emotions, allowing yourself to feel the shitty feelings. And because when we bottle them down, they show up in disease. Yeah right? They show up in us lashing out to people in our lives, they show yeah. up in feeling fatigued, they show up in behavior that doesn't suit us like drinking, smoking, you know, eating foods that are not beneficial for our body, like not processing our emotions and doing like just being positive all the time, yeah. will literally enable that behavior. And it's like, when you're stuck in those patterns, it's literally just your body being like, hey, you're not listening. We're going to keep, you know, self-sabotaging and doing this until you process these emotions because you're just not listening to your body right now. So wow. that's my thoughts on toxicity with positivity and the importance yeah. of like really processing your emotions and like what you're dealing with. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a lot. And that's, that was very like, well explained as well. I don't know if I wanted, if I have anything to elaborate on it. <laughs> I think that's good. So how, just to kind of summarize about everything that we've talked about, like what was your, what is it that you wanted to convey before we move on to what we could do after we shift our language? Yeah. I think that I'm just really passionate about people slowing down and connecting with themselves and really going in and doing the work, whether that's meditation, whether that is working with a coach, whether it's journaling, whether it is like having really powerful conversations with people that you trust in life. Like I'm just really passionate about that because I think I've learned more as a human being doing work on myself than I have trying to literally trying distract myself 
you know, work harder, try and do the next thing. And I'm saying yeah. trying because it's literally that's how I was behaving. Yeah. And and the thing is, when you do the work, like I just did, I caught myself two, three times saying the word try. That's the level yeah. of awareness that you get, right? Yeah. And so catching myself and like in the moment, being able to shift my language, then yeah. I can come back to how I want to be and feel and show up. So I'm just, yeah, I just really encourage people like read books, listen to podcast episodes, you know, do the writing, the meditation and like really trust that going inward like doesn't have to be scary. Like it's such a beautiful opportunity to like really take that feedback that we're feeling in our body and just connecting it to how we're speaking. Because like I said, that that really is what creates your reality. Awesome. No, that's a really good one. And I'm, well, not that I'm glad you said the word try, but it was, I think it was a good, um, you know, good way to say that it's, it's a constant process. It's a constant, um, you know, learning and unlearning. And I'm glad that you pointed that out about yourself and was able to criticize your, yourself, like in a good way, obviously, for your own growth. But yeah, so after we've shifted our, or after we've learned about all of this how would you say that could be translated into the next thing and what is the next thing Kayla <laughs> well are we going to talk about vision boards now yes <laughs> okay um love- yeah so I really love you know considering the different senses that we have as a human being you know like obviously visualization auditory um you know taste touch and so on And so that's why the things that I do, like meditation, that allows me to visualize. And even that does tie into auditory in the sense, like sometimes I receive messages that I hear. And then, you know, kinesthetically, I will like journal. And then another example of visually is doing a vision board. So this is something that I did in December. And uh, what I love is that the vision boards that I did, I did more than one. this year those are big ones too (laughs) I know I'm definitely going to show them but we're just kind of talking about it first is um doing the work that we talked about in this Instagram live like really paying attention to how I'm speaking and like that allowed me to detect myself limiting beliefs and so doing that that work really allowed me to create like a crazy vision board where like when I look at this every single day I'm like I'm like fucking pumped (laughs) pardon my French but I'm like really excited yeah So um, that's really the next thing is like when you do that inner work, then that's what allows you to create in your outer world, which is like what led me to creating a vision board. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So do you have any tips to create a vision board? Because I've seen like different kinds of vision boards, um, which I don't think there's any right or wrong. But I do feel like there are some that can be stronger than others or maybe it could always improve obviously like I know my vision board have shifted throughout like the past few months yeah Um, yeah yeah so one of the things that I did is um do you are you familiar with human design have you heard much about human design before a little bit I've read here and there okay so I think I'm manifestor generator Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a, yeah. So I'm a generator. Yeah. Yeah. There's a manifesting generator. There's five different ones. That's like a totally other Instagram live that we'll do. But I'll just share one thing: is that the way that I changed my vision boards. Like in the past, I used to have a board and I would put images, and then I would also write down specific goals. Like, but in in positive present tense affirmation style. Like I am making X amount a, a month. Right. And I used to have those on my board, then it was cool and it was inspiring, but it didn't really resonate with me. And then I found out that 
I'm a non-specific manifester when it comes to my human design. So they're specific and non-specific. So what feels really good for me is to be broad and not like specific like that. So what I did was my vision board. I mean, we're really like amping up the, uh, <laughs> you know, the like what's coming up with me showing the board in a minute. Yeah. But what I did with my board is I just, I really focus on images and really on quotes that really resonated with me and it's like the pictures that I have on there they're going to be representing different things like travel business money fashion um, personal growth like business goals that kind of thing and other things that I did too that I'll show is I even did which is like extra creative I even took screenshots of like the downloads on my podcast and I edited it to show like the actual number that I want to see, like having hundreds of thousands of downloads. Right. Or I even took a screenshot of my bank account and changed the numbers to see like what I actually want to have in my bank account. Right. Because this is something that really programs the subconscious mind on another level. And so those were some of the extra things that I did. Um, did you want me to show my board now? So yeah. I for like, yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh so this God. is my, <laughs> I know it's so big, right? So these are, these are my boards. So I'm just going to show you the whole thing before I start like poking at it. But yeah, so everything on there is pictures and it's, I, there's some quotes and whatnot, but like, there's just, I, I really was limitless. You know, like I looked up, this is Tofino. This is the inside of my dream car. This is like resorts in Mexico, things that represent shopping. I actually, so this here is a human design certification and I manifested that. I'm actually doing that this year. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome. I have like maps on here for places that I want to travel. Um, you know, obviously money's on here. This represents spirituality and then lots of travel on here. Um, what else? I even pinned, I actually pinned a uh, hundred bucks onto my, I, onto my board. You know, real money. Season, I want to talk about this. I know. It's literally <laughs> put, yeah, so put like actual money on my board and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep it there. Um, and then, yeah, so I have like different quotes, you know, like new podcast set up. Yeah. Uh, and then on this side, you know, I've got like my tarot cards up here for when I do readings and then like dream home. And yeah, there's just, you know, different styles of clothes that I like, or just lifting for working out, being healthy. And um, yeah, like TED Talk for like public speaking. Oh, yes. Like literally so many things, like even rings, like I love silver rings and having my podcast. So I'll show you some specific examples of like Photoshop. So I took my podcast and I literally screenshotted on Apple and I put like my, my idols with me right. as in like me visualizing myself to make that level of impact with right. my listeners. Right. That's and then even so example, taking a screenshot of my bank account and changing the numbers. So what I did was I took the screenshot and I went onto Instagram and you know how you can like blank things out with uh, the different editing tools and yeah. then I put the numbers and then I saved the pictures, printed it, laminated it. And I did the same thing with my podcast uh, downloads as well. And then even this to show like Stripe payments coming in from selling programs, like just being super intentional yeah. with, you know, what I want to have on the board. And I just allowed myself to approach this from a place of abundance and like limitless. Like I am, I basically told myself like, I might as well just go full out because everything if you know not if but when everything comes to life it's just going to completely blow my mind right so 
Oh, that's awesome. And I love that it's not just things that you want or where you want to be, even things like exercising. I know, I know you work out a lot, but yeah. put that in there just to kind of, you know, keep totally. But even actually, I'm trying to see, oh, I do have it. So there's one that I'm going to show you. So last year, this, this picture was actually so this is like to represent myself and my boyfriend working out. Uh -huh. And last year, in June, 2020, um, I finally convinced my boyfriend to get into CrossFit. I knew I knew that he would love it. So he started in July last year. And yeah. he's absolutely crushing it. He's like in wicked shape, like he's super happy. He's going to compete. And I know he's going to do wow. really well. And so I was laughing because like that picture was on my board probably two years ago. So sometimes they, I transfer over the pictures onto my vision board and then I add new ones. But I was like looking at it and I was like, oh my God, like we, we go to the gym now together and we work out together and we weren't doing that before. So it's like, that's just an example of me having a photo up there and that's what it represented yeah. for me. And then it happened. And same with yeah. the, the human design certification. So Nice. That's why, like, I love vision boards because it's, you just, like, imagine everything you put on there coming to life. And when you look at it, you're, like, excited. Like, you want to feel yeah. good about it because that's really yeah. how manifestation works. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Now I'm excited to make, oh, well, I have, I had a vision board, but I haven't revisited that in a while. Um, I've been telling myself I want to go back to it. Um, I know a few girls here are excited about it, too. <laughs> yeah. Learning so much. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I honestly, no, I'm just so excited about everything that we talked about. Uh, oh, yeah. Did, uh, did you have anything to summarize? I think uh, our last few. No, I, I love, I really loved our conversation. I, I really want to thank you for, you know, inviting me to come on and chat with you and, and just share. Yeah, and I would love to obviously continue doing these Instagram lives together because I think they're really fun. And yeah, and um, of course, if you know if anybody has any questions like you can totally send me a dm on instagram yeah. or if you want to listen to my podcast channel that's in my bio link on instagram so it's called yeah. living in fierce alignment and it's on all podcast all podcast platforms um yeah i think that that's that's really it i really loved our conversation today and i know that this is going to be the first of many yes no I'm, we're, we're already like planning for so many things <laughs> so i'm excited yeah well, thank you so much for coming on and i know we've you know, uh, we've spoken the past few days too. Um, yeah, like you said, first of many. Thank you, and have yeah. a good Sunday. Yes, you too. Thank you, everyone, bye. for watching. Thank bye. you for tuning in. Bye.